2: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.
3: Jad, welcome back to town. Are you back in town yet?
4: Hey, fellas. No, you know, I'm actually just going to stay in New York and, uh... I was, I was working remote before, and I'm actually I'm making some progress stand-up-wise up here, so I'm awesome. going to stick around and make it go for it.
3: You know, I only, Dan and Jad, had to do that once uh, for a friend and at an old station. Oh, you had to
4: do stand-up? Two minutes
3: of it. Oh, man. Thank, thank God I had a it's suit top. that was dark colored because the flop sweat for those two minutes was legendary.
4: Jad, you're not telling me you're one of those guys I have to avoid in Times Square trying to hand me a flyer for a comedy yeah, show, right? <laughs> and not Times Square, but you may see me in the West Coast, actually. <laughs>
3: So um, is it that it came down to, ultimately, Jad, they said, well, this guy's funny. So then that's the defense that this is in hateful or violative in any
2: way.
4: It wasn't just that it was funny. It was just that, like, if you actually listen to the jokes uh, with an open mind and are open to, like, understanding them, they're obviously not racist or sexist or bigoted or anything like that. The only way they were painted that way was by W.H.Y.Y., Taking super, taking everything super literally, taking stuff out of context. I mean, it was cartoonish the the stuff they pulled.
3: So, um, what does this mean then? You go back, and uh, that's uh, an awkward experience, I would think. And you go back uh, in your old
4: slot. Yeah, I mean, it's awkward for these executives that fired me. It's, mm-hmm. For me, I mean, I, I won, so I'm chilling. But I, you know, this whole time, like my team on the actual show. Supported me. They all knew I did stand up and they all didn't care. This was really a case of like some extremist executives getting carried away um, and taking things way too far.
3: Where did the complaint come from? Were there a series of complaints or one person?
4: So, yeah, I didn't know this. I only found this out during the hearing, but it was apparently somebody who works in facilities at the company uh, so not a reporter or anything like that. He physically recognized me, like my from like one of my videos online, because I perform under like a stage name. Um, and he brought it up to management, uh, saying, "You know, how come this guy can work from home uh, while he's doing stand-up uh, every night?" Uh, but it's important to note that I have multiple sclerosis, so I have a work-from-home uh, exemption for that. And his rationale, which is, you know, quite childish, was like if this guy's so sick, how come he's well enough to do stand up every night?
3: Oh my god. Yeah, come
4: on. Oh my quite a god. difference between
3: the two. Uh, particularly for someone your age and MS. I mean, you know, you would think you would tread lightly. And I mean we're talking in, we're talking in, an, in,
4: an hour and a half versus an eight yeah. hour, nine hour day.
1: There's a completely yeah, Exactly,
3: exactly. So um what progress have you made? So uh, tell us what, what's the most difficult thing? To advance in stand-up comedy,
4: it's—I mean—the the toughest nut to crack is getting into the clubs up here in mm-hmm. New York City because you have the best in the world uh, competing for limited spots. Um, and when people get in these comedy clubs, they don't leave because that's when you're in—you got you got a paying audience every night. Um, and so far, I haven't cracked any in Manhattan, but I have—I've have been starting to get up uh, at Old Man Hustle in Brooklyn, which is pretty sick. It's, you know, I see like dudes that I think are famous on stage before I go up on stage.
3: Wow. So, who's your inspiration? Who are some of the people that you find to be really funny, or at least their journey to get the status you you, uh, are looking at? Uh, The
4: thing is, you know, people ask me this. The funniest comics are guys, like, no one's heard of. Uh, They're dudes who are, like, performing in the middle of the night, and they're Philly guys. I gotta tell you, like, Philly is the funniest city in America. I don't know. There's something in the water, but (laughs) Like, you go to, like, any show in Philly, and you'll see, you know, any bar show, any brewery show, you'll see better stuff than anything on
2: Netflix.
3: Wow. So uh, where are you now that people can either see you or see you on Instagram? Are you going to be performing, Jad, in Philadelphia?
4: Yeah. um, If you follow me on Instagram, it's at Jad Jadslay, J-A-D-S-L-A-Y. I'm actually hitting the road. I'm going to South Dakota soon. I got some shows in New York, but I I have two shows in Philly next month. I'll be posting about them, uh, I think, late next month. But if you follow me on Instagram, uh, shoot me a message, and I can uh, i probably get you a ticket. You
3: know, I'm picturing you, though, you know, and I'm not trying to, to box you into any one kind of comedy. Going to South Dakota, though, that would seem to be a little tough, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, in January. Well, it's, for a, <laughs> it's for a comedy festival. It's the Snow okay. Jam Annual Comedy Festival. So it's comedians from all over the country going
3: Okay. Anybody uh, famous do you like that we'd know? Who do you, uh, you know, who does it for you?
4: Famous guys. I mean, you know, Shane Gillis is one of the, everybody knows okay. that guy. He's, I think, one of the best in the game right now. Uh, you know, my favorite comedian of all time, uh, Jordan Jensen. Uh, she's oh. a New York comic. Okay. Uh, I don't know. She's not super well-known yet, but I saw her at the Comedy Cellar like two years ago. And I was blown away. The best stand-up I've ever seen. Well,
3: Chad, thank you. And and again, uh, long road back here to Philadelphia. Dan, you had a question? So just a question yeah. about the way yeah.
4: he does comedy. I know a yeah. lot of guys either come with a set act or, or they refine their act at the smaller clubs and then try to introduce something right. uh, over time. Is that is that how you work? Are you kind of guy that likes to work the crowd a lot? Uh, what what do we expect when we come to see you for your comedy show? Well, I do a lot of writing, you know, because I've been writing for a living for 10 years as a reporter so. Everything is super written. I mean, even, like, the pauses and stuff. And it's basically, you know, I'll run jokes at, like, open mics, dozens of open mics. And when they're ready, I run them at the comedy clubs or uh, these shows that I get put on, these DIY shows, when they're, like, ready to shine. And then you get to see him like, really crack an audience.
3: Interesting, though. You know, uh, some of this is spontaneous. You don't do the same act, I'm sure. But how do you remember all that? Case in point, point. I'm pretty friendly with Bill Maher. You know, I went backstage with him last time he was in Philadelphia, and I saw this big book he had up there. He kept on flipping through, and he showed me. It was only a word or two or a phrase or two on each page. But even a guy like that for an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half, needs some kind of uh, guidelines.
4: Yeah, I so I, I think I'm going to headline. So headlining is when you do like an hour or yeah. more. I, I've yet to do that. I've, some bookers have reached out. Some club owners want me to come for like a weekend, so I'm going to do that for like the first time here soon, which is pretty terrifying. Uh, to answer your question, how do you remember it? I have no idea. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought, you know, there's going to be
3: some secret here or natural ability. Uh, you know, and I usually have done events or speech stuff where I don't have anything in front of me either, but it's not an hour and a half of being funny, which is exhausting.
4: Yeah, I mean, thankfully, most of my sets here. I'm not. I'm kind of a small fish up okay. here, so mostly I'm doing five and ten minute sets. Okay. And so you can just, you know, write a quick thing on your hand or like a note card, something like that. <laughs> All
3: right. Well, Chad, thank you, and again, uh, we'd like to touch base later on. Thanks for joining us today.
4: Thanks, fellas.
2: Dom now weekdays noon till three, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD.